kind of night or are we doing this raw time to break out leash and collars because i'm ready to crawl a paddle in his left hand bad thoughts in the right you better saddle up baby it's gonna be a long night ladies yeah, and gentlemen thanks, welcome back to another episode of i swear to god <laughs> is that my kink <laughs> messed up yeah i don't like that you don't like that one? No, no. i'm just kidding it was all right trigger warning it was good Trigger warning. I can't tell warning. people I agree with things without trigger warning first. Because yeah. then it's okay. Trigger warning. Right? Trigger I love Chinese food. Trigger warning. Yeah. This, whole, this whole podcast is a trigger warning. Yeah, this whole trigger podcast warning. is a trigger warning. Maybe we should just add trigger warning into the intro. Trigger warnings and things. Yeah, trigger warnings and things. Trigger Get some candy. Get some candy. Trigger Okay, so we did a gay episode. And it was real gay. So now we're doing a bisexual episode where we include the heteros. <laughs> we allow them to join us on our Trigger journey. warning, we're, we're going to be in this time. We're going to ask a whole bunch of questions. Eight, not, not a whole bunch, probably like three. We might suck a little dick this episode. I don't think we're going to suck dick, but we're going to ask a couple episodes. A couple episodes. We're going to ask a couple questions. See, now my mind's all flutter because I thought I was getting my dick sucked. <laughs> You got but three, yeah, three for the price of one right yeah, now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> I, just, I just caught on to that. Right. Tripod because he's a photographer. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, another gay episode is coming. Tripod. Is coming. Is it? Someone's coming. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's a gay murder mystery by the end of it. Right. Who came in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see faces. It was Mocha Bear with a spatula in the kitchen. Right. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, all right, Chris, let's uh, hear some more gay stuff. Okay. No, just kidding. So I'm going to start us off with a question. Uh, jumping back to the communities, like, how do you feel the kink community is in the gay community? Like, as far as acceptance or just like... Well, how do you feel, like, do you feel like there's a lot of kink in the gay community? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's as much... Uh, I'm not going to say abnormalities, but there's as many different diverse things as where I can't find within like a, like a hetero search. <laughs> you know, there's things in the gay community I've never seen and like, you know, and I explained that before. Um, definitely, um, you know, I just, I believe there's a, a long list of subcategories within gay kink that take some explanation, the same that you can find within you know, maybe hetero, heterosexual kink. And, and when I say heterosexual kink, I don't mean like, oh, well, one thing is specifically for you guys and specifically for us. I mean, things that me personally, from my own experience, have seen, you know, because like when I watch porn, I watch straight porn all the time. And I do the same searches in straight porn that I do in gay porn, you know? So it's like, fucking find me searching verbal and gay porn. <laughs> find me searching verbal and straight porn. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I want to see what's up on both sides of the spectrum. Give me one juicy... Porn search, you do. A one juicy porn search? Tyler, you're going to do this one too, so think about it. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. One juicy... Probably uh, one that's just like... I'm like, oh, Chris, why? <laughs> Probably white thug. White thug? <laughs> white thug. But you do that gay... You do that, so you do that Pornhub gay and Pornhub straight? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, no, beefy, actually. Beefy, because you can find beefy better. It's always just, it's always just <laughs> like... Beefy thug? Football player gets his dick sucked by teammate. 
fucking <laughs> or like rugby players fuck each other in the gym. Right. Fucking. Okay. Yeah. All right, how are you? Give me one um, juicy. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we are once again joined by my sister and gay in arms, Ty uh, Ty, uh, also known as Serenity Smalding. Let's see. Um, I thought you said something else other than Spalding for a second there. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> the um, oh, no. Yes, uh, I think probably the tops would. Mm, <laughs> the tops would die if they heard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I was like, um, no, not again. Probably trigger, but more aggressive top. Like, because I don't know. It's kind of Ooh. like a challenge for me, like to kind of see like some inspiration on like what could be. Yeah. What's the next step? What's something I haven't tried before? And it's like, it kind of gives some leeway, inspiration. So do you watch porn for inspiration or for... Um, I mean, kind of half pleasure. and half. Because there's a lot of times where it's just like, I'll sit there and literally just be bored out of my mind. Like, yeah. waiting to find some kind of like... You search man. through 8,000 pages to no. find that one just 10 like, second clip. Yeah. <laughs> I am so serious. <laughs> I'm a 52 pager. Like, I will look through it. Click like, the I random really team will. numbers I just to go through. through. Porn, my favorite thing to do on Pornhub is like check the related videos and then I'll just fall into a spider web of like, oh, that looked nice. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. But if I've seen that, I want to see more things that I've seen that should be like that. So it's like, I. You've I planned mean, out your algorithms through the porn oh yeah. industry. Oh, yeah. And that's, and that's I, I tried to explain this to an ex one time. It's like, I don't watch porn for like pleasure, I watch porn for information. Ooh, can I ask a quick question? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is just like I'm gonna ask this question to you, Whitney. Do you consider porn cheating? Watching porn cheating? If it's for pleasure. Like just like just in general. Like if you mm-hmm. hear that he has watched porn, does that make you uncomfortable? Like are you like why? Mm, yeah, kinda. Really? Yeah. Can I ask? And I mean, like you don't no, have no, to delve into it if you don't want to. Can I ask what it is that like? It's because I feel like he's watching another woman, and it's like he's finding pleasure out of that other woman and not me. That's but funny. if I told you I was watching porn and imagining us doing that said thing in porn, would that make you feel any better? No. <laughs> there, and, and I'll explain why I said that. I know this was a weird segue. No, you Just because we were on the topic. Uh, when I was in high school, one of my best friends that I had during high school, she one time found, she went to her boyfriend's house mm-hmm. and found a porn VHS in his VHS player. And I mean, like, she... Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I would her lay down. I mean, like she, it was like outside of the realm. I was kind of like, really? Because like yeah. me personally, like me, you know, I don't. And I'll let you answer first oh, before yeah, yeah. I, I respond. Like why? Like and I know you said it's like mm-hmm. that, but it's like, is it one of those things where it's like you have a little bit of leeway where you're just like, well, I expect it. You know, he's gonna watch porn or he's gonna, you know. I think it's of. a whole like a like a communication thing too, and also like. I wouldn't, like, flip out if I, like, found out, but, like, i just rather, like, you know, like, no, you know, like. So, you, so, like, is it a communication thing? Like, if you were straight, like, hey, if you were, like, what are you doing? And he was just, like, nothing, just beat off to some porn. Yeah, that would make me uncomfortable. It would? (laughs) Yeah. So, how would you want to be told? I don't know. I don't think I would, because I'm not, like, in, like, I don't watch porn. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't too much care for it you know I'd rather do it myself you know but like and I kind of you know fill in with what I feel comfortable with and I guess because he has more experience so like Mm -hmm. he you know he'll say oh you want to try this and I don't need you know necessarily myself need porn or anything so it's Mm -hmm. like 
I just, I don't know, it just makes me uncomfortable. Can I ask, like, so within the same topic, like, what your feelings are on, like, masturbation? Yeah, I think it just makes me uncomfortable. As well? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I just never, I've never been into that, and I guess that that's what makes me kind of half and half. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I like doing kinky stuff, but I also, you know, rather do it with someone than my own self. Like, I, just, I think it's like the whole guilt thing. Really? Yeah. Mm, that's a... And I find that interesting. And, you know, one of the reasons I ask that, because me personally, I watch porn all throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. He's like, like driving, watching porn. Yeah, you know, and I like driving. <laughs> like, know, like, if I get bored, I'll watch porn. Like, I'm, I don't have to masturbate while doing it. There's been times where, like, I'll watch porn the same way that I watch a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking, and I'm just like, you know, because me. I've heard so, this actor before. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because it's like, I don't know, I find porn so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, porn to me is, like, awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I love, like, I don't know, I just like seeing this stuff. It's like, it's like cool sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I've, I've found, you know, within the gay community, I don't think we, we give a fuck. We're like, oh, did you beat off today? Damn, wish I was there. But you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. so but it's like, say, like, I mean, speaking from like my side, like I'll say like being from somebody that was in a cam house, like mm-hmm. it's something that there's. I don't know, I guess being in videos and then having, like, done them and then also done, like, live stuff, it's Mm -hmm. something that, I don't know, I think there's a lot of power in knowing, like, your own body and Mm -hmm. really, like, owning every part of it and being able to create your own pleasure without really, like, being around somebody else. I think that in itself, like, is its own kind of adrenaline rush. Yeah. So it's like being with somebody else. Like, I'm that person where, like, literally with somebody else, two and a half hours. Because my whole mind is, like, on you. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole experience of us together. Like, what we're both getting out of this, making sure we both get what we want. That's right. a long time. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, two and a half hours? Well, I mean... That's like a Star Wars movie. But... <laughs> going back to poppers. <laughs> going back it to poppers. It takes poppers. a while for them to get adjusted. So yeah. the first 20 minutes is literally... Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Okay, okay, I feel bottoming. Like, a whole nother podcast. <laughs> a whole nother podcast. Bottoming and topping. A whole now, nother like, podcast. So I think that's another thing that's, that's really cool about podcasts. It's like... It used to be where I would watch porn and, like, an ex would be like, oh, my God, do you watch porn? Oh, my God. And I'd be like, no, I'm literally watching porn to get ideas mm-hmm. to try with us. Like, I use it as an informational tool because it is I feel that. a great informational tool. But now that I have podcasts, I can listen to podcasts and I can listen to people talk about their kinky escapades. And that makes me feel better. And I don't, mm-hmm. I can't yeah. really explain why. I think it's just because, like... It's probably adding, like, a real-life relatability to yeah, it. Yeah, and I guess being cheated on so much in the past, mm-hmm. it kind of triggers... And not saying that he would ever do that, yeah. but, like, I've had so many, like, hard past relationships where it's kind of, like, traumatized me and, like... That's what they used to do in the past. They would watch porn and then, you know, they cheat on me with their best friend, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to go into that. But, like, it just triggers me. So it just makes me feel comfortable. It kind of stirs that inner monologue. Yeah, and it makes me think of the past. See, for me, not that it makes any difference, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I don't, I can't, like, professional porn does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. I'm a homemade amateur kind of dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see real people, real situations. Like, really, like, I well, want to... I think there's mm-hmm. a different... Okay, there's a difference between, like, professional vanilla porn and professional kink porn. There's a giant difference. I've never found professional mm-hmm. kink porn that I like. 
Yeah. Like, ba- I found... bears professionally, I do not care about. Well, well maybe now, it's thick, different. beefy bears homemade. <laughs> your next door neighbor that you <laughs> fantasized about when he's well, got his shirt it's... off and he's mm-hmm. mowing the lawn. Maybe it's different for, like... <laughs> okay, and, and it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's different for gay professional mm-hmm. porn versus gay... I mean, straight professional porn. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a different another story, but... Who knows? Know. But... See, I've watched straight professional porn. And I'm just like, oh, sis, shut up. <laughs> and I'm just like, sis, come on out. Like, you're not a, like a, oh, huh, yeah, <laughs> oh, fuck, cock. Like, what did you, like, what did you say <laughs> to me? <laughs> you know, it's like, excuse me? Yeah, for the moment. You know, yeah, like, like, I like, I like amateur shit, dude. I don't know. I like seeing a thick-ass dude fucking Cause they beat do, his girlfriend's and they, guts up from And they the do the most <laughs> real shit, too. Like, they do the most real stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, You've seen them bitches get their life fucking ruined. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes. I'd be wishing I was there. I was like, can I get, like, what I gotta pay to get, like, a couple rounds of like, Damn. But, yeah, it's so, like, it's so hard to explain that, like, I, I used to watch porn for an informational tool. And, like, trying to explain that to somebody is, like, literally the hardest thing ever. But, like... So, like, as... And again, this is a conversation not to get nobody in trouble. You know, this is an open conversation just, you know, because we're asking questions here. Like, what is your stance because you know how she feels about, like, you know, porn and stuff? Like, as just as a male in general, not necessarily specific to your relationship. Yeah. You know, but just as, as a male, you know, and it's typically Im- embedded in guys to, like, masturbate and things like that, you know? Yeah. You know, as a male, and also, but at the same time, just playing devil's advocate, as a member of, you know, prominent member of the kink community, where masturbation is seen as self-exploration and, you know, healthy things like that, what line do you ride between, you know, fulfilling your own desires as well as respecting your partners? I mean, I see masturbation as, like you said, a a tool to explore, Mm -hmm. and I, I feel like that's how I came about most of the things that I'm into is mm-hmm. from masturbation, you know, or from watching porn and being like, oh, I could probably try this on myself or this on myself. And then that's how I came about finding out what I'm into. Mm-hmm. But now that I have someone to explore that with, I just really don't need to. I could just be like, yo, let's try this mm-hmm. or let's try this. And we try it. And we're so open with each other. Like I could literally say, hey, pee on my face. And she'd probably pee on my face. Mm-hmm. And we just go on the next day, you know? Like, no, say if it's like an off night. If, like, you're feeling mm-hmm. something, she's not feeling it. Right. You know, what are your feelings on, like, if you don't want to do something, and he's just like, damn, like, I've, like, thought about this for so long. Like, I'm not, like, trying to be nasty or, like, piggish. I'm just so riled up right now. I need to, you know, because it's like, and and I'm going to bring something up, which <laughs> is going to be very taboo. I know a lot of guys throw around the word blue balls, and a lot of people think, that it is like some made up man myth and I don't know the terminology behind it because I am not a sexual professional in the medical field. I will say this. There have been times where I have been in a public place and I have been sexting a partner and I have thoughts in my mind and I have this build up and I cannot masturbate then and I do get a physical pain. Like there are times where like the only thing that will make it better are coming and I know this and it's like so I even as a gay dude I understand I'm not gonna say blue balls are real but I will say that you know (laughs) sexual buildup is very real (laughs) and because I'm not a female I don't know what the female equivalent of that is 
you know, so like I'm not gonna be ignorant and be like, do you guys just like yeah. build up square? So, like, you know, so it's like honestly, we don't ever have that. There's no blue ovaries. No. Do you think it's a wee thing, or do you think it's possibly just? And and I, and one day I'm gonna one day when we have another female on this podcast, I want to bring up this topic again to see like you know if they experience anything. But like just you know I guess because you're the only female here, we have you to go off of. So you're you're saying that's something that you you don't feel you've ever experienced is like some type of no. sexual buildup that you just mm. like have to release in a form. No, I've never experienced that. And like with our relationship, like we never like we'll skip like a day. Or or whatever but like mm. it's never been like where he doesn't feel like doing it and then I feel like doing it or, mm. or vice versa like we always like are open and we always okay. like you know we always just do it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know but you know going back to the topic of blue balls I don't think I've ever felt that really yeah I don't think I've ever felt that and like we've talked about we've talked about like chastity and stuff and I've mm-hmm. I've done that for like days at a time and like still never felt it mm. like I don't I think it's just I think it's just from guy to guy like you know we our bodies are all different we're all gonna experience things different mm. and I think I've gotten to a point where and you know with chastity being a thing like I think I've gotten to the point where I can just like who's chastity oh, like, <laughs> stop. I, stop it I think that I can go a, a, a couple of days without doing it and like it'd be fine yeah. Like I'm gonna no, have no, 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 I'm not. Well, of course I'm gonna have some sexual buildup, but mm. I, I don't have to have a neat. But like, that, when... but that, but that release, like I don't have to have it. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not saying like, oh my god, I haven't jerked off in three days. I'm gonna pop. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm saying like, like in like the heat up, of the moment, go, it's almost and then it just let went back like soft. The, uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's almost like edging in a sense, but like there's <laughs> no. You're not masturbating to the point of like I'm about to come and then I gotta stop. It's no. It's like I don't know if it's a psychological thing or like your your nerve, you, like the psychological nerves, you know, like affect your body and then like your physical nerves get in tuned with it and then like there is like because you're thinking these things, your body thinks you're about to start having sex, you're about to masturbate. So there is a possible rush. I don't know. This is a topic that I'm definitely gonna research now that we brought it up and I'm gonna bring it up again on the podcast because I really want to know about that more. But it's, like, the the reason I say that is because, like, my whole thing is, like, and this is just me personally, and I don't know if it's different because I'm a guy on this stance or because I'm a gay guy on this stance. I don't know where it stands from, but with me personally, I just feel like, and this is no shame on you and no judgment, I just feel like I just want to give a fuck in a relationship. And if you got to jack off, jack off, shit, that's less shit I got to do. I don't think it's ever come to a point in our relationship where I've, had to jack off like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I've had to have that release without her and I mean and that's good you know I've known some couples that you know have gone a while without sex you know yeah. some people you know just aren't feeling it and that's completely understandable I'm not a female so I can't I can't ever try and speak from a female stance on things I can speak as a fellow guy who you know has known straight male friends and also gay males you know it's different because in the straight male world you know guys who have sex a lot are seen as like players or weirder cheaters you know like things like that in the gay world it's so accepted it's so accepted of sexual partners you know and it's like I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing you know I I know that like you know I feel like it's a fence thing yeah it's like like, where you are as a person that's where in communication yeah like me I'm not in the slightest ashamed of my number Mm -hmm. you know I'm not ashamed of talking about sex I'm not I'm not like shy or anything about these things because it's a real thing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, girls fart. 
girls poop what you know like I'm not gonna be that type of person about it it's like obviously everyone fucking does it you know so like personally for me I'm just gonna like I do it I'm comfortable talking about it I mean shit if someone gotta talk about it I will cause I'm gonna be honest about it Yeah. you know so it's like me personally I just I feel like masturbation is very healthy you know I promote it to you know like exploration of the body as we've explained there's been times where you know I thought I was gonna go hook up with someone and then Masturbation to the trash. <laughs> right. Which got me out of a sticky situation. But do you think it's right, because if I would have ever met up with them, it's like, would right. I have let myself be? So like, well, do you think that you didn't meet up with that person because you had that release and then you're like, oh, well, I don't really need it anymore? Or was it because you just didn't want to meet up with that person? There's some it's so weird because, again, there. I don't know the research behind it. <laughs> but you know, when people say that guys think with their dick, there's been times where I'm like, yeah. horny me when I. Sober up. In My a sense. inbox. Yeah. When I sober up, I'm like, I never consciously would have like that, pursued this, that. like or said that. Like, and it's like, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's not like another person takes over. It's just like, I think it's a buildup of testosterone and a buildup of hormones, yeah. where like there's just like this adrenaline rush where it's like you know, there's, there's t- you know, when you're about to jump out of a plane and bungee jump, you're not going to be very like lotty da about it. You're going to be hype. You're going to be like, oh, we're going to fucking do this. We're going to fucking do this. <laughs> you know, so it's like you jump out the plane and it's just like wow the whole yeah. time. So it's like. You know, until you reach the bottom, it's not, you know. Bottom. So it's like there's time. So, ah, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have reached the bottom. The voicemail with bottom. Uh, but, so. That's kind of like if we go, like, you know, a couple of days, maybe two or three days, and then, you know, it's just like, and then we, like, decide, then it's that release. It's like, mm-hmm. it's it's good. It's and it's good. like, in a way, it's, it's like intense. edging. Because it but it's like, you know, you see in the movies how, like, couples are at dinner, and it's like, you know, like, you, like, do something stupid. Like, it's like you, like, rub the other person's thigh and they're just like, you know, like, we get I'm going to tear you up. <laughs> fucking, and, like, the minute the door swings open, it's like, you know, fucking, like, cracked a mirror because you're trying to rip your shirt off and all this stuff. Does that, like, is that stuff real? Well, for one, I'm not breaking my Ikea mirror to have right. sex. Like, I love my Ikea mirror. <laughs> Let the record yeah, say there's, there's no there's Ikea instances. mirror in the entryway of the home. There's uh, Breakable by a door. Um, <laughs> it looks around. <laughs> There's like instances when I'm. There's an idea mirror in my bedroom, <laughs> and that's where most of the magic happens. Uh, all right, when you need the mirror. Should yeah. I be sucking dick all around this fucking couch? This is a, a good dick sucking big couch. Ass couch. This a lay a layout right here. I can sit right here and hop over. That's what they call okay. it a and, sectional. And you a got sectional. and you got the shades. In the shades, I can suck dick on that too. All right, back to what Whitney was saying. Yeah, it's just like instances where I'm at like work or whatever, and it's just like, you know, I'll ask him for a video or whatever, and he'll send it to me, and it's just like, oh man, I can't wait to get home, like yeah. you know, and it's kind of like a build up. So it's like I guess like in that moment, and again, you don't have to divulge into this, like hearing that you don't have like an intense build up. Mm-hmm. You know, do you mind describing to me like what what your version of the buildup is like what do you feel like when you get that video like what is is there like a rush do you feel feel like like is anticipation or it's kind of like butterflies in my stomach like i hate to say like cheesy or whatever but Mm. it's kind of like like i get all like warm inside and i'm just like ooh, and i get something to look forward to you know so do you sex for you Mm -hmm. and this this may be a weird question because you're in a relationship so it Mm -hmm. might be a little biased but, you know, when you view sex, do you view sex strictly as, like, an emotional thing? Um, like, is sex to you... And I know this is a very, very oh, broad no, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. but, like, is sex, like, I guess, sacred to you? 
half and half. I feel like it's like I I like exploring and stuff mm-hmm. with them like because before like all the partners that I've had before it was just like you know strictly like Lost. just do it missionary just mm-hmm. do it you know <laughs> what and like you know and other people will say that they're kinky but like mm-hmm. burning a candle over me yeah it's <laughs> it's, it's not my it's not several times and hitting my yeah, me three times and call me a bad it, it's girl. not really it's not really. <laughs> kink and so like you know I wasn't really able to explore because like you know people in the past weren't you know open to it so like when I got you know into the relationship I am with Michael today or well you get it but anyway literally like, a couple hours ago <laughs> <laughs> um I was open to that because like not only did I want to explore but I also wanted to please him I wanted him to have you know what he wanted you know as far as the whole kink thing went and as far as like you know i wanted to know what was more out there because i was always interested previously i just didn't know how to come out about it and you know they didn't want people to think that i was weird or that you know i was you know why do you like you know why do you like that stuff and like it was it was easier for me to come out to michael and be like you know hey you know i'm into this and he was like oh you know i'm into that too and it's just kind of like we kind of piggyback off each other and like we had talked about on previous podcasts one of our first conversations we had about sex i literally sent her a list of things that i'm into and then a description of what that thing meant and it (laughs) meant a lot to me that he was able to do that because like we had that trust we had that open communication and that's what you know the whole king thing is and with everything like even like in your personal life or just regular life just communication being able to talk to somebody about something that you feel so strongly about, you know? And, and this was before she even moved in with me. So this was like the we early... We weren't even dating, I don't think. We were, we, were, we were together, but this was during my whole poly phase. Yeah. And like we were we were together, but we weren't together. And I was like jumping on like really big topics like that you wouldn't discuss with people. Mm-hmm. Like like feminization and, you know, all that stuff. Like I, we were jumping into that and I was like, well, you know, I might be into this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got on the topics of that and you know i think it opened up a lot of trust with us because mm-hmm. now it, she it knows a, what i'm into so. yeah, and, and see that's <clears throat> that's like to me i'm glad that we have this round table of like parallels because to me personally and this just is in my experience i can't speak for the gay community as a whole even though that's what i've been doing for the past two podcasts <laughs> <laughs> you know and like me personally just from my experience within the gay community sex is just another thing Sex mm-hmm. is really just like it's not like some sacred thing that like mm-hmm. we hold on to. Sex is kind of just like fuck it, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, do you just... think if you do you think if you got into a relationship that you thought you could be with that person for a while, do you think it would change your aspect on that? Like, I mean, you... I would still consider if... sex an expect. To me, I'm not gonna say sex as an expectancy, but to me, sex is like sex is just a normal thing. Like, yeah. sex is like. Like, to me, you wake up your partner with a blowjob. <laughs> like, that's normal to me. You know, that like, yeah. that. those are things that, like, I have the... Just right, like, you know, like, to me, that is, like, my ideal relationship. Like, I wake you up with a head type thing. But would you no. feel would you feel different about sex? Would you feel different on a, a different level about sex if you had someone that you were with for a long time? Like, would that blowjob mean more to you if you love that person? Well, if you, if you even, were with I don't that even person. think... And that's the thing. That That's what I'm saying is, for me... For me, the disconnect is there is, excuse me, there is no, 
strong ties of the word sex with the word relationship. Like, just because we're having sex, there is not a necessary need for a relationship. You know, one of the last guys that I messed with, it's easier for me to say my ex because it's like, it's a very broad, like, it makes sense. We never technically dated. We literally slept together for seven months. He came over to my house every single day. We'd watch TV, hang out, have sex, chill, I'd buy him food, he'd buy me food. We kissed all the time, hung out, hugged, spent our birthdays together, things like that. It was, in a sense, a relationship, but like, it wasn't, I didn't have to have that title it. of, like, you know, like, this is my boyfriend, you know, but it's like, you know, for me, that was just normal. That was just, you know, it's, and then, and I see a lot of times within, you know, gay friends that I have and within the gay community, just as a third party, even if I don't know someone, a lot of people are also like that, you know, they'll have, you know, sex, you know, fuck buddies for just the longest time, you know, fucking where with what I've seen, again, my experience in heterosexual, you know, standpoints, there's always an emotion an attachment point. No, no I'm not yeah. saying that gays don't get attached when they start being, you know, a fuck buddy for too long. Cause mm-hmm. of course that's there. You have a need as a human, but it's like, I think it's easier for gays to have sex and just, you know, dismiss it. And, you know, we, we can easily write off that we had sex with someone. It's like, Oh yeah, fuck that person. You fucked him too. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, whereas with like, I've seen within my experience with heterosexual people, they're kind of like, you're a part of, my timeline and like I hold on to that and it's like you know it's the causes drama and there's like a you know bros don't date other people's exes and girls don't date other gays we're just like undesist now you're dating them well good luck (laughs) you know don't do what I did you know so it's like and I don't know what that stems from I don't know if it's because like we've got like more pressing concerns (laughs) you know and I'm not saying that's what it is or anything Mm -hmm. like that but it's like I, I literally don't know I don't know if it's because we were already so open. We're just like, nothing is stranger than, than mm-hmm. the lifestyle we already live. You know, that's why I ask these style of questions. Because again, you know, in my, in my, and, and I'm ready to hear your, you know, response on this one. I shut up. But it's like, <laughs> you know, me personally, I'm just kind of like, sex is just kind of whatever. There is no, you know, it, it, if we're dating, cool. If we're not, we're not. So like, when I think about a partner masturbating or when I think like just Mm -hmm. the idea of sex and you know just like the overall whether it be masturbation sex with a partner sex in a relationship to me it's all just kind of human nature Mm -hmm. so it's like it's expected just like eating or breathing or showering it's just a part of something so I don't I don't have reservations when it comes to it because there there's just it would take too much how do you Mm -hmm. feel about that Um, wait before we get into this we haven't talked to Tyler about this what are your kinks, Tyler? This is a podcast mm. about kinks. <laughs> what are your? Yeah, what are kinks? some things that you would consider, I guess, out of the norm? Yeah, what are things that um, you like? That even are if they're not necessarily like kinks per se. Yeah, they don't have to be kinks. I mean, always like I was saying earlier, like where we were talking about, just like looking up porn, like definitely more aggressive. Like, mm-hmm. I like somebody that's going to like fight back, that's going to wrestle back. Like, I want to mm-hmm. work a sweat. Like that's what I mean. Like two and a half hours, because strictly <laughs> it's not. It's not just about penetration and then boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. I expect that first, honestly, hour to literally have just been, like, foreplay and going at it and just, like, dry grinding. Just, like... Yeah. Um, so, like, what, I guess, submissive or dominant or, as Chris would say, verse. Um, well, I think I you have to ask the, the first initial bottom. question, top, yeah. bottom, verse. Yeah, top, bottom, verse. Well, and it's actually a top. Um, I feel like there's times where um, emotionally I can be flipped. 
So a top and gay community is a dom. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You, you can no. Uh, okay, so a top is basically the penetrator. Okay, you are the person who is your Giving. penis is yeah. penetrating the other person. A bottom is the person who is receiving the penetration. Okay, so so well, me, I identify as a bottom. Now, on past profiles, I've set up a first bottom, <laughs> but we all know when the first bottom say their verse, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. So, so I say that to get more. So, so, <laughs> so could you be a top? But also be submissive. submissive. Absolutely, of course. Okay, that's why there's because there's power bottoms. bottoms. <laughs> there's power bottoms. Find, when I need the, to be emotional, the, I need a power bottom to the, say like the top this just stands there, hands back, hands behind the head, and uh, the power bottom is just like grooving like a wave into it, just fucking okay. popping into it, doing what <laughs> they got to do. Sometimes. You know, yeah, yeah, sure, story. So, <laughs> so you know, just just taking taking control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so but, okay. So you're a top, mm-hmm. but would you consider yourself more submissive or more dominant? More dominant, um, definitely Hence more the dominant. Hence yeah, the yeah, sexually definitely more dominant, more aggressive. Mm-hmm. So what um, about what about uh, less mainstream kinks that you would consider your kinks? So um, less taboo things or more taboo things, I guess. Um, more taboo, more taboo. So, and this is just another layer underneath the top bottom thing. Then you get into mask film, in a sense. A lot of people want to know mask film, so it's like, are you a dumb mask top? Right, right. right. You know, it's well, like, are you got a, those subcultures? It, 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 yeah, I, mean, it's like I, I don't want to go that deep. Okay, I just want to know what you're into. Definitely, like you know, necessarily degradation in the sense where I would push it on a line to culture, culture, or someone's like physicality. You Ooh, just want to you a rapid fire. You... <laughs> Here we go. Do you like to choke? Yeah. Do you like to be choked? Sometimes. Do you like to be spit in your mouth? No. Do you like to spit in others' mouth? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you like having <laughs> your ass slapped? No. Do you like slapping other asses? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you... Let's see, what else? Do you like else? CBT? Cock and ball torture? Uh, no. Would, mm-hmm. would you perform CBT? Lightly. If the other person was into it. If they were into it lightly, again, that'd be where we would have to communicate soft and hard lines on where mm-hmm. I could not... Yeah. I couldn't hurt that because I'd chill. Like yeah, that's like purchase jewels. <laughs> I'll eventually need that. Do you like slapping someone in the face? Yes. Will you get slapped in the face? If it... if Yes. Okay. What about yes. shoved? Yes. Both? Do Both. What about nipple play? Uh, I'm not really into it. Are you do it? Rumor? No. Do you like to get rimmed? No. Oh, okay. I'm just like... There, there's a certain it. line where I'm like... Yeah. Mm. Do you like to get tied up? Yes. And here we go. Interesting Which... question for a top. Do you like sucking dick? Yes. Okay. Do you like your dick sucked? Yes. Of course. He's a top. I'm just, I'm just answering the second part of the question. <laughs> That's a very popular thing That's the first thing to say. 30 minutes. Like, oh <laughs> That's part of that foreplay. Right, right. He expects his dick sucked for an hour. <laughs> well, I'm so. video game. <laughs> so, yeah, degradation as not a cultural thing or a, what was that other word you used? Physicality. Physicality. So, you want to be low, but not, But I'm not going like. But not. Push like, the I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I'm not breaking. Yeah. 
We're not bringing out like clothes pens to like pinch your skin and like pinch yeah. your nipple. <laughs> well, it's just because I feel nipple like there's clamps. certain things. Well, that's that not degradation. That could just be pain. But degradation. Well, would I feel be like, like even things said to you by somebody that you know you well, have yeah, that like, agreement with is gonna stick in the back of your mind. Yeah. I don't want you ever think. No, I don't my ever want to. No, because you can. This word. So you are you like are you verbal? Yes. Well, that would. You like watch what you say. Yes. Well, yeah, that would be the degradation part of it, is making someone feel low. And See, then... me, I like to hear those specific <laughs> words. I want to hear, I want to hear the, uh... <laughs> we get it, I want, I want to hear that. I can't say, I can't say them on this podcast. <laughs> the bomb. I want to hear them. I want to hear it. But Tyler does not want... Out, never... out on the street, I'll punch <laughs> you. Never... We're going to fight, but in the bedroom, oh. <laughs> But in the bedroom, Ooh, he's, probably gonna, he's probably still going to punch you just to get punched back. Right, just to right. get punched back. Like, punch well, yeah. punch. So, so degradation. As long as it comes in the form of dog punch. <laughs> right, like dog punch. God. So degradation, feeling low, but not too low. Mm-hmm. And what else? Because um, we're all in the degradation. Yeah. <laughs> it's a power struggle. We're Americans. <laughs> we all want to feel water sports. No, yeah. I'm not a gay that's into water but, sports. Okay, I've you're not into water, water sports. sports yourself, but would you be into performing water sports on somebody else? That's again, like a, I think that'd yeah. be that line. So on if that somebody line. were like pee in my mouth, would you pee in their mouth? No. Okay. See, <laughs> if they I'm... had to have that though, from like if that was just their absolute limit, like some, like that's the one thing they're gonna ask me for that I can't do. I would allow. Okay, so I guess permission. I, I guess a better question of this would. What are your hard limits? Well, see, for me, that falls into relationships. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. I'm not oh, being a stranger. Like, we're going yeah. to be dating. Like, we're going to have trust. So if you're dating, you'd pee in their mouth. Yeah. We're, like, there's, there's certain things I'll only do. Well, that boy's on Because I'm not hooking up with well, this person that... one time for you to go around your mouth and say, Right, hey, you ain't going to tell nobody you fisted me. That, but that's... You won't wrist deep in me. <laughs> so what... Okay, that brings up the uh, anonymous things. Mm-hmm. If someone were anonymous, would you pee in their mouth? No. Um, I mean, I've had anonymous encounters like twice, and it's something that I. You don't have looking time for back, that. Well, I know I the mean, anonymous just, thing is like a big thing in the. Yeah, and looking so. back, it's something that I mean, very much. I was able at that point to disconnect myself very much mentally, emotionally, from my sexual encounters. There was a time where literally, like, drop of a dime, I didn't even need to know your name, who you were, like, mm-hmm. you were just a hole. That was all I needed for the night. Deuces. And moved on about my day. Like, what are you ooing about? Oh, no. Because I just remembered the one strong point that we didn't talk about in the last podcast, but we right. definitely have to cover it. Let's one. do it. Drum roll. <laughs> tie tie. Yeah, yes. you, you go for it. I'm going to go Speak, to the Speak on the straight boys. Back me up on the straight boys. Okay. I will say I've had my... Wait, going through the exploration <laughs> years, there was times where I was... I was hit up through a couple conversations, and it wasn't necessarily that I even guided the conversations, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, one of my best guy friends at the time, he, we were both drinking together, and then it just happened to happen where I was throwing a cigarette out the window, and mm-hmm. he goes to throw his out the window, and he looks at me, and he's like, you know, you're my only gay friend, and I was just like, but you're straight, like, this isn't, this isn't you mm-hmm. and then he was just like I mean I don't know and then he started pushing on to me a little bit further than I was okay about at mm-hmm. first and then it was like I went through it afterward it wasn't necessarily that I had guilt because the next day like I woke up and we were laying next to each other and it wasn't 
necessarily so much in a sexual sense yeah. that I woke up and I was just like, it's my friend. This happened. Eh, it is what it is. Later on down the road, I ended up having a couple more encounters mm. with guys that I knew. And it was some, I'm not even going to lie, some, I had a little... A little piece to play and how it happened and how it went about. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, about maybe, like, three out of the four times, I'll say that it was more so in started on their end and, like, it never was open. It was never out. And, I mean, to this day, like, we'll still socialize, hang out, and be comfortable. And one of them is open about it. One of them now, it's like a running joke with like him and his wife. And like when we're all just hanging out. Like, oh, my God. And it was... Well, when he made the joke the very first time, it was kind of one of those like hollow laughs. I was like, <laughs> am I about to get hit in the head with something? Like, is she right. going to kill me? Like, you just said that out loud and I'm in right. the house? Like, it was something that I learned... That they had that conversation. Mm. That he told her in the earlier years of him growing up and then our friendship that something happened. Mm. But then I have guys literally as soon as something happened, I get blocked. I no longer like hear from this person, mm. this social circle, and now hearing that I did this and this and yeah. that I was acting this and this way. And I was just like... See, I wasn't even going to say a word about what happened. Yeah. But now you went around and blocked me and did all this, so you're the one that just made it look like yeah. everything happened. So it's like, why do you, why do you think that? Like that is? Do you think it's like a? Because me personally, and and I've talked about this before, I don't believe in like, <clears throat> I don't think that anyone's necessarily attracted to just necessarily one sex. You know, I don't believe in like sexual attractiveness. I believe in like personality attractiveness you know like again there's again because sex for me is not you know uh, something mm-hmm. that's tied into you know I don't necessarily gotta be attracted to you to like you know fuck around with you type thing so it's like for me personally it's just kind of I can develop if there was a girl out there that accepted my lifestyle that you know I was emotionally invested in enough I wouldn't mind dating them or you know having a relationship with them you know I find that I have more of an attraction towards guys of course, but that doesn't mean that, like, I'm cut off to the possibility, so it's like, I wish more guys who, you know, aggressively, you know, are on that stance of, I am this, just had a little bit more of open-mindedness about, open-mindedness about it, because I'm not saying I want every straight guy out there to have a gay encounter, but it's like, I don't, I feel like it would, stigma and fear, yeah, yeah, the fear and the judgment, because it's like, Maybe it would stop a lot of other people from getting hurt. You know, people who get Mm -hmm. into relationships and later on down the line, their partner cheats on them with a male and they're very hurt and they have to explain it to the kids, things like that. You know, you Mm -hmm. see multiple, you know, gay guys out here now who have kids, you know, older gay guys, older gentlemen who now want to live their life, you know, and it it, it just, it, it makes me wonder, like, if we had a more open conversation about things, would it be a little bit more easier you know, because just because you have an encounter with a male, another male, does not necessarily mean that you're gay. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't believe, you know, penetration necessarily is gay. You know, it's... Well, one of the guys actually, like, it was something that he, when it came down to the physicality, and this was interesting, was because making out all of that building up to it, he was so into it and everything. And then mm-hmm. when it came down to the physicalities, it just didn't seem to work. And I yeah. was just like... um, he was like, well, I mean, I've never been with another guy. Yeah. And I was just like, 
Well, sweetheart, I hope to, I, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but I don't I don't think you're meant to be yeah. with guys. And he was just like, I mean, I really care about you. I really like you. And I was like, and you can, yeah. like, but I mean, if me doing all this and like me being yeah. here with you is not getting this kind of reaction, I'm feeling another spot. Like, yeah. So do you think that uh, anonymous being such a big thing in the gay community, do you think this is why anonymous is such a big thing in the gay community? Because they don't want you to... Well, you have not only anonymous, you also have DL culture, which is down below. Mm -hmm. Uh, DL culture is mainly just like... Their family knows. Their friends know. They just don't go to gay bars. They don't go to gay Mm -hmm. functions. They don't go to gay events. Sometimes their friends and family don't know. You know, sometimes... Their wife is at work, and that's, I mean, I'm not going to lie, as I've told people before, out of, like, my ten gay encounters, I mean, out of my ten gay encounters, but, like, out of my ten sexual encounters in my lifetime, five or six of them, like, I've only ever slept with, like, three openly gay people. Like, you know, the others were, like, people who identified as straight male. Now, most of them, I'd say, like, two of them were maybe get it and go, but others were, like, they, like, I've, I've talked about this before. People, two had a kid and a girlfriend at home, you know, who popped over for a couple minutes to get what they needed and popped right back out. We didn't text about anything else during the day. Nothing else. He hit me up when he wanted what he wanted, and then we talked about it, and bam, it happened. And then, you know, so it's like it's, there's some people out there who are like that, and that makes me wonder, like, you know, if things were, weren't as stigmatized, could you just be more open, like, you know about what you want date a girl in february and then when y'all break up you can date a dude and then when y'all break up go back and date another girl so it's like it, it wonders you know and there are some gays who will say like bisexuality is not real you know and like things like that and like you can't have both your greedy and it's like that i think to me that's a pretty ignorant conversation yeah. i think mm-hmm. so it's like it, it I'm, I'm always so like just intrigued by things like that it's just but i, I don't know I don't know. It's, it's like stigmatisms are just dumb. Yeah. yeah. Like when I used to when I used to work at like Spencer's and stuff, like guys would come in, and they'd be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna touch that dildo because that makes me gay." Like, yeah. I'm like, "What are you talking about, dude?" Mm-hmm. Like that's but it's like you know, even Kyle. Kyle's been on the you know the podcast, things like that. It's like Kyle's my Kyle literally has signed cards like heartfelt messages. Love your gay best friend who loves girls. Well, last time he was on the podcast, we talked about butt stuff, and you know, yeah. Whitney threw out some stuff, and then Kyle was like, "Well, I like a finger in the butthole every once in a while." Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know, and even he, he kind of like briefly talked on that. He it doesn't make personality because physical like stimulation and again it doesn't goes back make to, like you, physicality. And it doesn't make you gay just because right. you like yeah. a finger in your butthole. Or like I think right. and see, I don't even know if necessarily it's gay. I think a lot of what it has to do is like feminization. Yeah. It's like, I feel like a lot of people don't want to be emasculated. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, if you could still be seen as a masculine, rugged male and get your dick sucked by dudes, I feel like that would be like a win-win for some guys because it's like they wouldn't be looked down at by their peers because like, oh, you had to get a dude. What the fuck? You know, like nothing like that. But it's yeah. like, it's like, why does it fucking matter? Like, why does it like that? It, it's just, it, it's so mind boggling to me because it's like, if you knew how many of your people really wanted it and it's like in some people it causes such an emotional turmoil you know they live with secrets for the rest of their lives and it's literally it's a like a mental ticking time bomb it just, mm-hmm. it just weighs on them for the remainder of their life and why should anyone have to be stuck in a mental prison like that you know like and you know even just brought just popularizing on someone who's you know mainstream someone like you know uh, Caitlyn Jenner you know who for so long 
you know, lived their life, you know, identifying as male, you know, had children, had a family. Granted, uh, granted, within the relationships, he was very open about what he liked and, you know, the things like that. But it's like not until, you know, almost what someone can consider the last, you know, last couple important runs of his life, you know, then at this person there's an identification, you know, evolving and, you know, suddenly Caitlyn is, you know, prominent, you know, she identifies as Caitlyn and, you know, it, it it's cool how it works because, you know, Kendall and Kylie, uh, her children still refer to her as dad and she's comfortable with that. You know, when they make birthday posts, happy birthday to the best dad in the world, you know, things like that. And outsiders that might not understand, but it's like, the whole reason I bring that up is it's like, if there was more open conversation and there was more acceptability, you know, and things like that, it wouldn't be so stigmatized. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying guys who are DL or people who want to transition, things like that, but it's like, imagine the creative expression and freedom that, you know, is being stifled in the world right now by people who are just so scared to live their truth, you know? And it, it's just so sad because I feel very blessed that early within my years, granted I live in a different time frame, you know, so it, the world is ch ever-changing right now thanks to technology and, you know, conversation. <clears throat> I just feel very blessed for my age because I'm growing up in an age right now where I can be my true authentic self and I'm able to start my life this way. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine you know, how my life will grow to fruition, you know, within the years that I mature because I've been open for so long and I have nothing to hide that opens more doors for me that it, and I just, I just wish more people had that. And it's just, it, I find when I talk to people and they're like, well, what do you mean you've hooked up with a straight person? And I'm like, well, you know, I got to respect what they, you know, believe in. They, you know, again, just to bring up someone, you know, popular mainstream, Jeffree Star, you know, he dates no, Nate. Yeah. Nate, Nate is very is. open to say that he has never dated a guy before. He has only dated women. He doesn't believe that he's attracted to guys. He's attracted to Jeffrey. You know? And he's very open about what him and Jeffrey do. And his family is very open about, you know, like, what what they think of, you know, his and Jeffrey's relationship and what it was like when they told him and things like that. And it's like, I just wish the world was more like that. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's Jeffrey Star, And I don't think that had a, you know, because he was at the at a very stagnant point in his career, so he was kind of, you know, it's like you're not getting with him for clout, you yeah. know? So it's like you're not, I just wish that more people had that mindset of like, well, damn. I think it know, goes back, you, I think it goes back to the people having someone to talk to, too, like, you know, having a community. Like, we, we have us, with, I could sit here and talk to you about sex all day, mm -hmm. but like, a lot of people don't have that person, like, you yeah. know, especially like, you know, Whitney, for instance, like her exes, you know, I don't know, she may have not felt like she could be open with those people, but now that, you know, we have each other, we feel like we can be completely open with each other. Yeah. Like, one day, Whitney was like, hey, wear a pair of panties for the whole day, and I was like, alright, cool, yeah, I'm into that. And, you know, that's something that I may be into, because I'm, I'm into, like, the whole feminization mm -hmm. thing, because I want to I wanna feel low, and I want to feel degraded and humiliated, but, like, I'm not going to classify myself as being gay. Mm -hmm. But, like, dress me up as a girl and fuck me for a second. Like, cool, let's do it. But, again, I can talk to you guys about it because we're open about it. You know? mm -hmm. So I feel like if people had more people to talk to you about it, it would maybe make them feel a little bit more open about it. Like and share the podcast. Huh? <laughs> like and share the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you need somebody to talk to, we're here. Right. But, we're like, here. yeah, I think that's it. Because, like, I've, 
I grew up with a whole bunch of friends that were like, oh, well, we're we're super masculine, and oh, like, like we just want to have sex with girls, and like, you know, all this crap, and like, it's completely different than that, because like, you know, what you're into is what you're into. So like, can I ask a question? Yeah. Us being gay males, is it, do you find that it's easier to talk to me about sex, because I'm just kind of like, whatever, than it is to like, talk to I me? Mean, like, I mean, I feel, I don't friend. think it's, I don't think it has anything to do with you being gay, I think it's because you're open with talking about sex, like, yeah. we can talk about sex, like, even... Like, was Kyle last time? Like he's not gay, but we openly talked to him about him with about butt stuff. You know, well, like it's because I have I have trained Kyle to a very very <laughs> nice, open minded individual. Well, yeah, so that's I mean that's just he something he's ready for society. He is very educated, <laughs> and that's trust. just something we could talk about. Even even things that are like like super small, like growing up, like you know, my friends would be like, "Oh, uncircumcised penises are so weird." It's like, "Oh, it's like a turtle with like a turtle head, or like it's a turtle within a shell." And I'm like, "Well." For years, I hid that I was, like, uncircumcised, and, like, mm-hmm. now I'm just, like, whatever. I have more sensitive, I yeah. have, like, way more sense, like, nerve endings than you do. Cool. Yeah. I'm feeling way more than you are. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just, like, whatever, dude. Like, I don't care. I feel you. I was sick as a baby. Get over it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> like, I have, now, I now have more nerve endings than you. Right. So I was sick as get, a baby. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. Like, I was sick as a baby, that. so I couldn't get circumcised, so now I have... A hundred times more nerve endings. But I mean, again, education. Once upon a time, I was that person. I was like, dude, I would never suck an uncircumcised dick. No, I'm just like, what do you mean they get off more than me? That's fucked up. (laughs) And it's because one of my ex-best friends, when she had a baby, we had a very lengthy conversation about why she wasn't getting her son circumcised. And she told me that, like, it was because her brother wasn't wasn't circumcised. And I was like, you know, me being me at the time and young, I was just kind of like, what? You know, and then, like, she explained it more and then, like, I kind of, like, you know, I went home and I was just like, she doesn't know. And then, like, I looked it up and I was just like, oh. And it's crazy because people were like, oh my God. Like, can I weld mine back on? (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you've seen, because, like, I didn't really want to get, you know, my son, you know, circumcised or anything, but his dad was more, like, on the fence of doing it because it's just what he grew up It's the norm. It's the norm, and like, you know, yes, my son is circumcised, but if I had done research before, I would have never let that happen. Because, like, I mean, I, I watched it happen, and that is, like, the yeah. most heartbreaking thing I've ever had to watch. And I would I would never go back and change it, because, like, this is who I am. Like, yeah. I'm comfortable And it just with boils down to, like, stigmatisms. Oh, mm-hmm. well, what about bacteria, actually? Well, clean your fucking cleaner, dick. You know, and, like, all kinds of things. And it's like... Like, it's, do you... If you're you, not washing down their period, okay, well, you can have the yeah. same and, problem. And, and that's, the, that's the biggest conversation right. I have with people, and that's the biggest hate I have with people that bring up circumcision. It's like, oh, well, your dick is dirty. Like, do you take a shower? Do you take a shower? Right. Like, do you clean yourself? Like, because that's what I do, and... I have no problems. Yeah. My dick yeah. is not falling off. It's still there and it's still, still perfectly healthy. Hang on my thread, but it's there. But <laughs> no, it still has a ton of nerve endings that you don't have. So yeah. like, I have to say, being with like previous people and then because all previous people that previous all the previous 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 previously on penises. Um. So the previous peoples that I've been with, like all you know, I've never been with someone who was uncircumcised so when I you know started dating Michael it was actually nice for me because like you know he's more sensitive so it's like I can you know it's it's a little bit it adds a little bit of oomph to you know she just doesn't want to have sex with me for a long time so I'll just come really fast. (laughs) 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 No but like sometimes that's nice for me because like I'm the same way like 
And so it just, it kind of, I don't, I mean, you know, an hour, two hours is a little bit much for me because, like, <laughs> it's a little, no I feel very to shamed any, right now. No offense No, we're not anyone. shaming anybody. We don't shame anybody yeah, on this podcast. Warning, not if you want to have kinky sex for two hours, go ahead. No, yeah, we're like, not shaming. You know, and, and that's the thing, like, you know, the previous people that I've been with, like, it's like length and length and length and I don't think... And it just, it wasn't what I wanted. And I think it's because we didn't have open communication. And it was just like, you know, and then when I got with Michael, it was nice because like we can, we can kind of go as long as we want or we can, you know, it's just, it's a mutual, comfortable, you know, ending almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. We called this a gay, con- a gay conversation. I mean, it was kind of gay. Like, yeah. It was yeah, a lot of, I don't know. It was like a, a good mixture. Good we sealed the coffin on a lot of like subjects we left open. We did seal one. the confidence on a lot of. We're stuff. gonna have to revisit this because I can think of so many more. Well, we could do another confidence podcast later on. And a lot of this conversation too brings up like you know what you can actually research yourself. Like it brings up more content. Like ooh, maybe I should do more research on that because I wasn't knowledgeable on that, or like you know, it just brings up. And like going back to the previous, con- you know previous podcast where I was just like ignorance is just disgusting so it's yeah, like if you don't know something about something before you pass judgment mm-hmm. just do your research yeah at least when you pass that judgment you can say that you have x y and z research to back you up you sound a little bit more informed you and might not be like, right but yeah. <laughs> and if you're a new gay don't go to your first street friend and yeah. just ask to suck their dick just wait till they ask you and there were friends that I there were people that I was friends with for 15 years that like for whole like the whole 15 years they'd be like oh uncircumcised penis are so gross and I'd be like yeah they're gross <laughs> yeah Aww. and I'd be like oh fuck it I got more nerve endings so, yeah. <laughs> joke's on you see I'm lucky cause like I'm blessed with like a good group of straight friends mm-hmm. that are very accepting about the things I talk about tell my friends all the time I talk about sucking their dicks and they're just like haha you're funny and it's just like you know they, and that's the thing yeah. Yeah. yeah and like I told I, ha- I actually had a wedding meeting the other day and I brought up you and I'm like oh Chris calls suck your dick for Chris calls me bucks. Chris calls me sexy and cutie all the time and I'm just like okay whatever yeah. cool and see I grew up with you know my my mom was you know she sexy was, <laughs> maybe if you think but um she was straight and then my grandmother is a lesbian she has nice. you know she she dated my well she was married to my grandfather and then they kind of split and then she had a really long relationship with um her name was sheila and she was kind of like my second grandmother <laughs> Oh, so this is a whole other podcast that we got to get <laughs> yeah, into. Yeah, we'll discuss that. Yeah. But anyways, but anyways, to wrap that up, you know, to wrap the podcast up, like, you know, I grew up with that and I was understanding of that. So, like, I feel like if more people were open and stuff, because I, I do have brothers and my dad and whatever, you know, who aren't really accepting of that. And I feel like if they, at a younger age, were like me, you know, grew up around it, I feel like they would have a more understanding of what you know what it is about so the key points here get educated be Mm open-minded don't be ignorant just love yourself and guess what guys communication is is key key. the best part about communication (laughs) is ending it like we're ending this podcast thank you so much for tuning in to another like us on all our social medias is that my kink yeah uh and don't forget so long farewell okay bye